Welcome back to the Relatable Single Girl Podcast, where we share the griefs, challenges, and joys of singlehood. I'm your host, Treasure B. John, and I am so glad that you pressed play. So welcome back to the Relatable Single Girl Podcast. Today on this episode, I have my friend Mimi Striplin. Mimi, if you can just go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I'm Mimi Striplin. I am the founder and CEO of The Tiny Tassel. We've got a brick and mortar based here in Charleston, South Carolina, and we also have an online shop. And I have been an entrepreneur for eight years, and I also coach female entrepreneurs. Um, I love the color pink, and I also love finding joy in the everyday and being able to spread that to others. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you have to tell us, you said you have your own business, you have a brick and mortar, you have an online-based business. How did that even start? Okay, like, where do I start? (laughs) You can give, like, the shorter, but if you have to be longer and some things, just share. Because I feel like I know, but other people don't know, so I would love for them to know the story of how it started. Okay, so fast or... Going back to childhood, my parents were both entrepreneurs and I saw how hard they worked and how much they worked. And for some reason, by the time I got to college, I said, I am not going to be an entrepreneur. Joke's on me. And I um, set out with a corporate communication degree. I thought that I would work for some retail business on more of the corporate side. And so I graduated from the College of Charleston in 2014. I took the first job that I was offered. I did not negotiate my salary, benefits, anything. And I worked there for about two and a half years managing a men's clothing store. And during that time was when something sparked inside of me to tell me like, hey, start this business. And it was a combination of like living paycheck to paycheck, being in credit card debt, student loan debt, all the things, and wanting to still enjoy my life. And so that combination of things fueled me to start the tiny tassel. And at first I thought, I'll just do it on the side, make some extra money, like have more money to spend on like eating out or buying cute things. And after a minute and actually staying consistent with it, I saw like, oh my gosh, this is a real business. And I could do this full time if I really am disciplined and put my mind to it. And so for the next year, I worked full time and grew my business. I did pop-ups all over. And I finally made the decision after giving a six-month notice to my job to leave at the end of 2016 and take on my business full time. So, okay, you said you didn't want to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, did you ever think, like, it's what I'm doing now, it's going to become all that it is today? Because if you guys ever get a chance to go to Charleston, please go check out Mimi's store. It's gorgeous. All of her merchandise is just beautiful. But, like, what like what were you thinking when, we, when you were just starting? Oh, my gosh. I couldn't even think for, like, to the next day. I was just concerned about what was right in front of me. And I still really work on that and exercise that muscle of like thinking bigger, seeing the big picture, 
thinking about vision for like the next month, the next year, the next five years. And so when I started, I had no clue what I was getting into, what it could become. And it's still very surreal sometimes to kind of stand even in my own storefront and look around and think, oh my gosh, this is like a dream of mine. And it's truly here, like it's real. And I don't know why I thought um, that I didn't want to be an entrepreneur or that it would come at a later part of my life to own my own boutique. Cause I did also have the dream of owning my own store, yeah. but for some reason I wasn't putting that together. Yeah. So um, whenever I see women in business, I always, I don't know why my first thing is like, they must have it all together. Like they have somebody helping them. And most of the time it's like, a man kind of in that space, helping them and guiding them, maybe mentoring them or their husband. Like I see a lot of people have like, uh, there'll be husband and wife duos in business, mm -hmm. but Mimi, you're single. And I just love that you are like <laughs> doing this as a single woman. I think it's so cool. So yes. tell me more about that. Oh my gosh. It's so much to unpack there. Um, <laughs> I think that I am so grateful to be in the season that I'm in right now with my personal life, my business, with my relationships, all of that. Um, but it has been a journey to get to this place where I feel peace about it. Mm -hmm. um, I also love shouting it from the rooftops because I am a 30-year-old single Black and Japanese woman in Charleston, South Carolina. And there are a lot of odds stacked against me just by listing those basic characteristics of myself out. And I have defied a lot of those odds. And I want to be able to show other young women of color who may not have like a spouse or a business partner or whatever it may be to support them financially. I want to show them that you can do it and you can still really enjoy your life and find joy in your life. You don't have to burn yourself out like I did at one point. Mm -hmm. um, and even just going backwards a little. So when I left my full-time job in 2016, I thought, okay, January 1st, 2017, that is going to be the year of the tiny tassel. And what did I do? I went and met another local business owner and we actually decided to partner together 50-50 split and co-own another brick and mortar together. And so we sold wow. our products, we rented product or rented space to other business owners and artists. And it was a really special collective of small business, of artisans, of locally made products. And it was also a huge lesson for me. We were at two very different parts of our lives. Um, my business partner at the time had a husband and I will never forget in order for us to have been able to rent our space, the landlord only spoke to the husband and took wow. him seriously. And back then I was, gosh, I think I was 23, 22 or 23 maybe at the time. Wow. And I say, I think back to that time and I'm like, I hadn't even woken up yet. Like mm -hmm. I knew that was an issue, but it was one of those things where you're just like, at that time, I was like, this is just how it is. Mm -hmm. And so you don't really fight it. You don't resist it. You don't go and find another place to rent. So that all that to say that 
I've experienced some parts of that and I'm really proud of myself for moving forward. And when I left that business partnership on my terms, I was able to move forward and make choices for myself in business and in my personal life based on that experience and say like, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. This is what I want my day to day to look like. This is how I want to show up in the world. And that all has led me to where I am today. Wow. Okay. That, wow. I love, <laughs> I love listening to the story and just hearing you talk about this. Have you ever seen any other single women in business? Like, is that as, uh, is that, not normal or like you're seeing more of it? I'm seeing more and more of it now and I'm really encouraged by it. I think more women are um, more confident and more courageous and taking the risk. And I honestly think back to the over the last eight years, I think I was like young and naive in some choices that I made, whereas now not that I'm so much older, but I've learned quite a bit over the last eight years in building my business and how I show up in the world just personally as a human and even mm -hmm. as a Christian woman. And that all goes back into how I'm running my business now. But oh. it is almost like I needed to be that naive young person to get to where I am now and like learn those lessons and go through that journey so that now I get to show up for myself and for other women that like have a calling inside of them to start their own business, whether it's a boutique like mine or a podcast or to be a writer, whatever they may have inside of them. Um, I think that now I can see a bigger picture for my life that I was put on this earth to not only open my own business, but to encourage others to be able to be successful and find joy in their lives, in their business. Yeah. Speaking of joy, what is bringing you joy in the season? Mm. Gosh, right now, just even today, brought me so much joy getting outside playing. I am known to be like very, um, like very determined and a hard worker. And I think throughout my life, I can get so pulled into the extremes of just mm -hmm. things in general. Either I like do something 100% or I don't do it at all. Yeah. And I realized lately, even though it may look like on social media, because I am a person that shares positive parts of my life on social media, and you probably will never see me crying on social media because that's not a safe space for me to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I realized I was like, even though my life looks fun and great, like, am I actually having fun every day and enjoying these little things? And so over the last six to eight months, I would say, I've really tried to kind of be aware of that in my life. And so today, even making like a bowl of fruit and taking a few minutes to like slice up fresh fruit for myself brought me so much joy because I stood there in my kitchen thinking, this is a home that I've dreamt of, like yeah. of creating a home like this for myself. And now I get to stand here in my kitchen, cut up this fresh fruit, like I'm on my own schedule today. And I get to do that and have that choice. So it's the little things like that. And I went to play pickleball with a friend today and got in the sunshine. So, so many things bringing me joy right now. Yeah, it's kind of, you're also talking a little bit too about gratitude, which is yeah, yeah. helping you have joy. Um, yeah, I definitely have to 
lean into the gratitude. Like I am that person that would like roll my eyes if someone was like, you should try a gratitude journal. I'd be like, I'm good. Like I'm grateful. I'm good. And I realized though, I actually just started one and it's been here in my drawer for like two years. I don't even know why I bought it, but I'm so grateful that I have it because every night for the last like four or five days, I followed the prompts and written it down. And it feels so good to just get it on paper, even though I can talk about having gratitude. It's just something about it. So I don't know if I'm a converted journaler now, like if people (laughs) call me that, but I definitely think gratitude plays a huge role in finding the joy in my everyday life. Yeah. What would you say is the most enjoyable thing about singlehood? Mm, It shifts. Gosh, I think back to, um, gosh, now four years ago, I was in my last relationship and I would say the only like real relationship, but it was for almost nine years. And so it was for a very long part of my life and at a very young age, but that relationship ended in 2019. And since then, it's now 2023. I have not dated anyone. I have not felt the need to be in a relationship. And how I feel about singlehood has changed so much, so many times over the last four years. Like at first, it was like a stick it to the man. I am single. I'm independent. Like, I don't need a man kind of vibe. And then it shifted to like, oh my gosh, my business is extremely busy and I can't even think about letting anyone into my life or having to devote time and energy to another human being that is outside of my family. And now it shifted to a space where I'm really at peace with singlehood and I enjoy seeing some of my friends come to their own um, just feelings of peace around it too, because it can be hard to watch my friends like really long for relationships or be longing for that like special person in their life or to start a family and all of that. And then for me over here to not have those same feelings, that's what I think I struggled the most with. Um, And it's not because there's shame or guilt or anything for either party. It's just, I'm like, I can't relate to that. Like I can openly and honestly say here that I am not the person, even though I'm all (laughs) rainbows and sunshines, but like, I don't want children and that may change one day in the future. But right now I don't have that longing inside of me. So it also gives me a different, almost like a freedom to really Mm -hmm. take time. Like, I don't feel like there is a physical clock ticking for me to start a relationship to then get married and then start a family. Like, I feel like I've released that for myself. And it's just interesting how singlehood changes. I feel like every day, some days I wake up and I'm like, should I be dating? Why? (laughs) Like all these questions in your head um but right now I feel good about singlehood that was a very long answer for your question I thank you for sharing that I feel like it's so much in that so you said your last relationship was like when you were younger yeah gosh I that relationship started my senior year of high school 
and lasted until 2019. Wow. Yeah, so it was quite a long time and it was an interesting relationship because we were so young, like we were high school sweethearts, we were on and off, we like lived together for a number of years, all of these different things that I don't regret any of it because I've learned so much and it ended pretty abruptly, but I'm so grateful for that time in my life and for who I was because again, I've just learned so much about myself and like what I want and who I want to show up as a person in general, like in this world that we live in. Yeah. So you haven't dated since then or have you dated and you're like, this is not like you learned that it wasn't for you? No, I've literally not dated since then. And the other day I hadn't thought about it in a long time because I think between just COVID and like how that shifted everyone's lives and then how my business just started to grow exponentially. That truly shifted my life. And it hasn't been until, gosh, maybe the last three or four months that when people ask me about dating, I'm like, I guess I could consider it. Like I could make time for it. But even that doesn't feel super intentional to me. Like it feels Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I guess I could just like, I feel like, I guess I could try this like, cauliflower, whatever from Trader Joe's, like it it kind of feels like that. So then for me, I'm like, okay, that's not me moving intentionally in that space of my life. So that tells me maybe there's something else I need to focus on or some other relationships. And it truly has been this like, um, just like rebuilding of friendships over Mm -hmm. the last year and rebuilding of like relationships with my sisters even and my family members and also people don't talk about this enough but when you are leading and growing a team that is so much like there are so many personalities that over the last two years with us really building our team I am like how do people do this and then also like have your family relationships, your friendships, and a romantic relationship. It's a lot. And my brain, like, I don't think I've had or created enough space to even consider dating someone romantically and being realistic about it. And it being like a, just not being at a place where I did it and it was set up to fail. Yeah. Just to say you did it, you know? Right. So tell me more about your friendships. What are your friendships look like? As a businesswoman, being like you employ some of your family members, guys, Mimi's mom works for her, which I think is so cool. So just tell me, like, what what do your friendships look like? Yeah, I, gosh, in college, I had great friends, different friend groups. I feel like I've always gotten along well with most people. And after college, of course, everyone kind of scatters. You start your first job, all of that. And I think my life always looked a little differently because I had this like serious boyfriend at such a young age. And I wanted to go. I'm sorry. I I had a thought. Did you guys go to the same college? So he lived here and he went to another school here in town and for maybe a year or so. And then he just worked full time. So he wasn't technically at the same college, but because we lived together and we essentially did everything together. And now I look back and see like, 
that was harmful in a way to me that I didn't even know it, um, where I wasn't kind of allowing myself to grow in other relationships. Like I had other friends, but it was definitely like once we broke up, I had to really like regain those friendships in a way and like reprioritize them because they weren't top priority for me. Like my relationship with him was always my number one relationship. And those are things I look back on now. And I say like, okay, if I do date someone again, I want to make sure that my friendships don't suffer because I have to spend all of my time. It's like, no, I get to spend time with this person and these other people and build these relationships like both and instead of one or the other. And that's what I am so grateful that I've learned over the years and through that relationship. But another thing that shifted the trajectory of my friendships and just the like the feeling and the way that my relationships were functioning was in 2020, of course, the pandemic shifted how everyone was seeing each other and engaging. But that was the same time that my business really just expanded so quickly. And so a lot of my friends understood, like, I did not have a team at the time. And so I was doing just about everything. And then one of my now best friends came to work with me. And it was that time that brought us together. We were both entrepreneurs. One of her businesses, she just decided to close during the pandemic. And my business was featured on the Today Show and different blogs all these cool things. It was really special, but it was like a make it or break it. And I neglected pretty much every friendship that I had because I was Mm -hmm. like, I have to work and keep this momentum going. I have to get these orders out. And it really wasn't until this past year that I was intentionally trying to rebuild those friendships and reprioritize them because I have some really incredible friends And it just shows that there are different seasons in our life for different relationships. And just because one season is like you see your friends all the time or you're like group texting or whatever all the time. And then all of a sudden something shifts in one person's life and you don't hear from them for a minute. That doesn't mean you can't kind of regroup in that friendship. But I am so grateful that I have friends that were understanding and they were considerate. Um, And even during times when I may not have been like the easiest friend to be a friend to, um, Mm -hmm. like when schedules are crazy, or I was constantly having to say like, I just don't have time. Like I think of it on the flip side now. And I'm like, gosh, some of my friends probably thought that I was just neglecting them. And that did actually happen where some of my friendships did end because they felt that I could not prioritize our friendship. And I now see looking back, like it was definitely, that was an issue from my side, but also our expectations of the relationship were not clear where it could have easily been a conversation of like, okay, this, like this friendship, how it has been of like us hanging out every Friday, it has to shift. But instead, it was just like, okay, we just stopped hanging out every Friday. And that was it. So I definitely think back to that time. And I'm much more intentional now of like, not always having to be the friend that someone else is checking on. Like, I'm always happy to 
send a text, to call someone, to FaceTime a friend, to just be like, hey, how are you? And like, or like, hey, I'm near your house. Like, can I stop by? Or do you want me to pick up donuts and bring them over? Like, whatever it might be. Or, hey, do you want to go for a walk today? Um, I really am grateful for the friendships that I do have today. How, how do you make friends? Oh my gosh. Sometimes it's through the internet. Sometimes it's through the shop. Sometimes it's fellow business owners. Sometimes it's at church. Um, sometimes it's through friends of friends. And for a while, I used to say, like, I don't know how adults make friends. And especially entrepreneurs and business leaders, because I talked to my sister, I think, about this at one point. I was like, okay, so people typically, like, if they work in a healthy work environment, they will make friends with the people they work with. And I learned quickly that I had to kind of draw a line for myself and set boundaries of like, okay, for the certain type of leader that you need to be right now, that might mean that you can't work with your friends. You can't hire your friends. And there was a season where it worked out really well. And then there was a season where I had to make that choice of like, if I want to stay friends with these people, then they can't work here. Right. And I'm so grateful that they understood that. Um, and our relationships were able to continue after that point versus there are some relationships that have ended because of that. And going into what you asked about working with family. So my mom is our designer. She designs all of our clothing and was making all of our clothing for years. And my sister, she just joined us as our CFO and she's worked kind of behind the scenes, like just as a big sister and over the last eight years and has been such a crucial part of the business, but she just came on full time and we've had to kind of restructure our boundaries because we are definitely the sisters who like, if you look at our call log, it's like us calling each other like 50 times in a day. (laughs) And I don't even know when it got to be that way, but we had to restructure our day because we're like, all right, now we're working together full time. So if we're talking to each other in the evening, that's just like sister time. It's not work time. And we're still trying to figure all of that out. Um, But it's really, really just incredible to have support a family that I can employ. Um, One of my cousins worked with me for a good bit last year, and that was really incredible. And so I'm super grateful that I've been able to have those relationships that can be both personal and work. Um, But I also have had to set many boundaries and respect other people's boundaries too, surrounding all of that. Yeah, so good. I love that. I love that you get to work with your family. And I love that. Like, it's not a, I guess you can say it is a family business, but it didn't start off that way. But like, it's so cool to see that, um, like, you have that support and your family is like on board with you. I'm super grateful for it. Of course, there are times where we like bicker or I like call my sister and I'm like, your mother is a hard employee today. And I'm sure they say the same about me where they're like, oh my gosh, somebody get this girl, like somebody get her. Um, But I am really grateful for it because just having that support and I know that other people don't have that support in their family. um, It just makes me super grateful that they also trust in what I'm doing that much to like come on and let their livelihood be um, dependent on my business that I've grown. It's really special. 
So my last question would be, if you could tell a single girl anything, what would it be? Particularly, I guess, in a situation, say it's a woman who's listening to this podcast and maybe she's fired up about business or starting something and she's just like, there's no way I can do that. What would you say? Gosh, I wish that someone would have told me this before. And I think I was hearing it, but not really hearing it. But really just go to God and like ask him what am I supposed to be doing right now? Like, where am I supposed to be in life? I think it's the simplest thing that even I forget on the busiest days and I'm like running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And then I'm like, wait a minute, why don't I just go to him and ask him and like seek him in this moment to see what am I supposed to be giving my attention to right now? And then just another thing is truly find who you are, like find out who you are. And if you like who you are and figure out how you want to show up in the world. And of course that's going to evolve and change over time. But I really want to encourage other women to just live in that freedom of like getting to find out who you are without um, being in a relationship and not to say that you can't do both, but Mm -hmm really sitting down and enjoying those quiet times by yourself. And maybe instead of thinking of it as a negative time of like, oh, like I don't have someone to go to this like wedding to, for example, like I've gone to a handful of my good friends weddings without a plus one. And there are definitely some times where it feels a little daunting where I'm like, oh gosh, like, and I don't like to dance. So it's like, what am I going <laughs> wedding the whole time. And I went to my best friend's wedding recently and it was so fun because I just got to go and show up freely and I got to explore the city and I got to go and sit on the beach and like I got up and danced even, which I surprised myself with that. (laughs) But I really enjoyed it. And it was like no one's expectations were on me. Um, But also that is teaching me like how I want to feel when I do decide to be in a relationship. So being aware of how we want to show up in the world, how we want to feel, how we want to be treated, how we want to treat others and make sure that we're clear on that, or at least have an idea. Um, And I think while I'm single, it's given me a lot of time to be able to think about that and focus on that right now. So good. Well, thank you, Mimi. Before we, finish. Can you just tell everybody where to find you online, Instagram, maybe share where they can find the tiny tassel? Yeah, of course. So you can follow along the tiny tassel at the tiny tassel on Instagram. Um, you can shop our website at the tiny And then I just recently started sharing on my personal page at Mimi Striplin behind the scenes of what it's like running my business, being a CEO, and um, also sharing some business coaching tips. So thank you so much, Treasure, for having me on. I love this podcast so much already. And I think it's so needed to just hear from other women in their singleness and whatever stage of life they are. So thank you. Wait, 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 wait. Before you leave, don't forget to come hang out with us on Instagram at Relatable Single Girl. See you there.